Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. Today, we are talking about how to stop being petty, which is something that I feel like almost all of us have done. It's a behavior and a mindset that we've all definitely fallen into at some point or another in our lives, and I think it's 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 important to talk about because I don't feel like a, a lot of people bring it up. So let's just jump right in. Um, so being petty, among other things you probably know about if you're not new here, where I talk about everything uh, that I've been through, that I've experienced, my struggles, I try to be very transparent and authentic about what I've been through. So if you're not new here, uh, you know this is one among many things, but being petty is a big problem for me. It's something that I struggle with because I deal with wanting everything to be fair. I deal with wanting there to be justice. And um, and so when it, when there's not, I fall into the trap of being petty. You know, I can make almost anything into a bigger deal than it needs to be because I just get so caught up in the pettiness. I get so caught up in not being fair or feeling like I was disrespected or betrayed or any of those type of feelings. So now if you don't know what it means to be petty, in short, it means that you will take something that most other people would find like super insignificant or trivial and then make it into something bigger than it needs to be and use this as an excuse to be upset over nothing and really just draw attention back to yourself so that you can really dig deep into that victim mentality, have people feel bad for you, you know, really milk the experience for all it's worth because you feel like you were wronged and you feel, again, like you were disrespected and you're hurt and you're making it you're making it so much bigger than it actually needs to be. But like I said, I have fallen victim to this. I'm sure a lot of people have fallen victim to this problem. So for me, I would be petty about someone not treating me the way I would treat them um, and hold it against them like a shield. Uh, it's ridiculous. I know. I'm aware. But I would literally hold on to that thing so strong and not want to give it up. It's very comparable to holding a grudge. Um, you know, and it's 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 the fact of I couldn't just like express my feelings of being hurt. No, because that would require me to be more vulnerable, to to overcome my insecurities, to really like face the problem head on. But no, that's too hard. That was too hard for me. I mean, Nowadays, I feel like I do that way more often. I would say probably at least 65, 75% of the time. And if I don't do it right away, then I do end up doing it a little bit later because I've learned that if I don't and I just let that all get pent up in me, the pettiness will continue. Grudges will be whole. Resentment will burn. And I'll just want to burn the whole thing down. You know what I mean? So it's important to actually do the actual real emotional work of you know, confronting that situation. And I have a couple other tips I'm going to give later um, in the episode, but I I know I'm not the only one in this. And I know that we all feel a little ridiculous when you look at it in hindsight, but I just, I just, I I, I just had to be, I had to be in the moment. I, I shouldn't have been, but I had to be. Uh, I would also do things like avoid someone when they cancel plans on me at the last minute without any reason or think about doing the same thing to them to make them feel as bad as I did. Or I would be bitter and ask for endless apologies when people go out and don't think to invite me 
or even something that happened recently, my husband goes out and gets himself a coffee but forgets to bring me one back. But actually, I found out he got that coffee like two hours before, like well before he could even bring me one back because he went to the coffee shop first, not like right before he came home. But it's just all of this nonsense, all of this stuff that doesn't really matter. Like, yes, your feelings could be hurt if you find out that your friends said they weren't going to go out, but then they do go out and they don't invite you. And maybe it's for whatever reason, even if it's for, you know, a little petty reason of their own that still shouldn't push you to lash out at them, to um, try to enact some sort of revenge or hold it against them. Um, if you need to confront them, then you should do that. But, you know, just acting like a child and really throwing a tantrum because you feel like someone did you wrong and you need all the attention to be back on you, it's not the right way to go. And also having expectations that are sky high and expecting people to do what you do to them um, onto you, you know, as if it's like a mirror, that's that's not. And that is something that I even still struggle with today because, you know, when you treat someone so nice and with respect and you really go out of your way to take care of them and you're like, oh yeah, you know, do unto others as you'd like them to do unto you, which I believe. Um, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people really don't do that. And so it's important for you to set those expectations and understand that that's just not the way that it's going to go, no matter how much you kick and scream about it, which is part of the pettiness, right? We just want to like throw a tantrum and be like, this wasn't fair. <laughs> this wasn't fair. So, um, so obviously this isn't something you want to make a habit in your life. Being petty can cause rifts in relationships and possibly push those people away and end relationships if behaviors aren't changed. So if you just continue to feed into the pettiness that you're having over every experience that doesn't go your way or you just want to make a big deal out of something so that you can get the attention that you felt like you didn't get initially in the whole experience, yeah, you're in for some trouble. You're in for some really rocked relationships because you need to do something about it in the moment or shortly thereafter. But throwing a tantrum and enacting in pettiness is not the best choice. I'm telling you from a place of love and acceptance and understanding. Because I'm telling you, I used to deal with this so much more. I still deal with it now. And I know that we're all growing and changing together, which is why I feel so comfortable to tell you, to tell you these things, to be honest with you, and to really help you to face those fears head on of confronting people. And not allowing, not allowing your emotions to run away with you and, you know, go on some sort of tornado ride of feelings and hurt. You know, it's so easy for us to let ourselves get hurt. And that is something that we should all be really strongly working on. At least that's, that's what I would say. So this is definitely not something you want to make a habit in your life. Just keep that in mind. If you do struggle with it now, it's totally fine. Just put some work in to overcome it, to become your best self, um, which I'm going to help you with pretty shortly here. So, uh, but again, another way to look at it is it's very much an eye for an eye type of thing in my mind, at least, because for me, it was, you know, it's, it's really based on justice and feeling insecure, you know, and, and that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, um, pettiness, yes, like I just said, can also be seen as having great, insecurity, a lot of insecurity, but that insecurity is disguised by way of hurting someone else on purpose 
because you felt hurt or disrespected first. So you're feeling super insecure about the whole situation. Your friends didn't invite you out, even though they said they weren't going to go out and then they decided to go out without you. And you're feeling super insecure and how, like, how, how could they do that? And like, why, why do I not fitting into this group of friends who, you know, normally I would spend my time with, but they didn't invite me out. But then instead of voicing those concerns, you're like, nope, I am just going to like, next time we go out, I'm just going to like not tell them. Or, you know, if we go out, I'm just going to ditch them and then they're going to wonder where I am and I'm going to be at the forefront of their mind and that is going to teach them a lesson. You know, it's usually when you have pettiness, you're like, I'm going to teach them a lesson. That's the kind of mindset that you have, which again, that is not the mindset that you should be having. I am telling you, I'm telling you, it's not healthy at all whatsoever. So now that we have some great examples of what it means to be petty by yours truly and many other people have experienced the same things, let's chat about how we can stop being petty so we can be better people in general, right? Yes. Okay. So today I have five tips for you on how to stop being petty. The first one is to admit to yourself you're being petty. (laughs) I know at the top of a lot of my lists, it's always acceptance, but it's because people always forget acceptance. It's important for you to accept and understand what you're going through, what you're dealing with, what you were struggling with. Because if you can't admit that you actually have a struggle, you can't fix it. You can't change it. You can't overcome it. You cannot. You have to admit, okay, I am struggling with pettiness. I have a lot of similar stories that Sabrina just laid out here. Yes, maybe you do. And it's important for me to admit that, yes, I have been petty. I am feeling very insecure about these things. All I want to do is teach them a lesson. Okay, great. First step, check. You're done. (laughs) Okay, so the second one is to, and these aren't necessarily in any order except for acceptance because you have to do that first. Uh, The second one is to lower your expectations of others and create standards. So as I spoke about before, I was having unrealistic expectations of other people because I wanted them to treat me like I had treated them. That is unfair because it's an expectation that you didn't necessarily tell them that they aren't necessarily aware of. So it's unfair right? And, you know, by lowering your expectations of the people in your life, not all, not to the ground, you know, to burn it all down, but, you know, lower it significantly, then you won't be as disappointed and you won't feel as disrespected, hopefully, and you won't feel as much pain or hurt or anything like that because you're not, you don't have these sky high expectations of what people in your life should be doing for you. But also, if you have people in your life that are constantly doing things that are bothering you and causing you to want to have like a petty attitude, you could just create some standards in your mind for those people like, okay, this is just how John acts. This is just how Sally is going to be. And just really, you know, say like, okay, I'm just going to accept these people for how they are. They do these things that kind of bother me, but I'm going to let it go because I love them. They are great friends and family members and partners and whatever, whoever they are to you and just accept them for who they are despite how much it annoys you because you're just going to get over it because you're choosing love over negativity. So lower your expectations and create standards. Okay. So the third one is to practice forgiveness. So if someone actually does something that hurts your feelings and like your friends going out and you know, telling you they're not going to go out and then they go out without you. And then you do decide to be like, hey guys, you went out without me. And they're like, oh yeah, we just didn't think you'd like it or whatever their excuse or reason is. 
Choose forgiveness. Choose to forgive them and be like, okay, you know what? It's like a minor setback. It was maybe just, I was just overlooked or maybe they really just didn't want me to go out that night because they needed a break from me. Whatever it is, you can practice forgiveness. You can choose to forgive them and move on for it and not let it be something that's going to hold you hostage and cause you to overthink about it and cause you to feel super overwhelmed and angry and upset and another myriad of emotions that you just don't want to deal with, right? You're like, okay, I'm just going to forgive the situation. I'm fine with it. I understand that, you know, maybe next time I will try to be more vocal about wanting to go out with them and then just move on. And you don't need them to accept your forgiveness for, for you to forgive them or in, do anything at all. You can do it on your own and then just kind of move past it so that you don't have to deal with that burden. Okay. Um, and the fourth one is to see it from their point of view. So this would be empathy. You can decide that, you know, if they didn't want to invite you or, you know, they didn't treat you the way that you treated them, you could see it from their point of view and be like, well, maybe they didn't realize that I wanted the same thing in return, or they just didn't even cross their mind to treat me the same because maybe they thought I was going out of my way and they didn't necessarily want to go out of their way to treat me the same. Or maybe my friends just didn't want to invite me because I told them that I was tired or I told them that I was busy or I was like, oh, no, no problem. I didn't want to go out anyway. Or you indicated some sort of way that made them think, oh, well, we don't need to invite her. Um, Or maybe, maybe they didn't want to invite you because they just needed a break. Sometimes we need breaks from people, okay? That's just the truth. That's just the real, real. Sometimes we need breaks from people. And I've been there and I'm there often. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just, I just need a break. I just need a break from that person because you love them and you appreciate them, but sometimes they're too much for you and that's okay. And that's the healthy choice to make as opposed to avoiding them or just like spending time with them, but then hating it because it's overload and too much. You know what I mean? But so you can see it from their point of view. You can be like, okay, well, maybe they just didn't know, or maybe they were confused or maybe they didn't understand. And that's a very loving and kind mindset to come from. And I encourage everyone to do it that way. See it from their point of view. If you can, practice empathy. Um, and the last one is confrontation. I I like confrontation. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm just such a, I feel like I'm kind of an aggressive me- like mentality. Um, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think that's true of me, but it kind of is. And I Plenty of people have seen that side of me. I do can, I can come in hot. (laughs) I can come out aggressive often um, if I'm very passionate about something. And, you know, confrontation doesn't necessarily have to be aggressive. It can really just be you coming to the other person and being like, hey, listen, you hurt my feelings or, you know, this made me feel pain. Um, But, but again, we are all in charge of our own feelings. So it's not necessarily that they made you feel upset. They just, you know, what they did has caused you to feel upset or you felt that what they said was hurtful in a way and you want to know if they did it on purpose or not. And so you actually have that conversation and figure it out. If you do figure out that they did it on purpose, then you can decide to forgive them or you can decide to, you know, let them know that that wasn't cool and that you figure it out from there, whether it's continue with that relationship, take a break from that relationship, cut ties with that relationship whatever, or, or continue to move forward and work on it. Like whatever it is, that is your choice. But sometimes we all need a little confrontation because I I think it's the best choice, honestly. I think you should accept that you're being petty and then I think you should 
um, have confrontation. And then I think you should do the rest of the things in the list because it's important for you to really get your emotions out, talk it out. That's the best way. Actually having real communication will be the best way to solve the problem overall. So, okay, you guys, well, that's all I have about talking about how to stop being petty. But before I let you go, just a reminder, if you're having a hard day, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I encourage you to try the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself, to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It's kind of like drawing a line in the sand and making the decision that everything that happened before is in your past and you're moving on for it. You're not letting it drag through the rest of the day or even into the next day. So all you have to do is you just take some time to take a break from any issues or burdens that you have. You can spend some time coming up with resolutions for problems and issues that you're dealing with alone or with someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size, grateful for shoes on your feet, clothes on your back, food in your fridge, the fact that you got to you know, actually go see a movie in person. Maybe you're able to go to the library. Maybe you were able to just talk to a friend on the phone and that was awesome. And then last but not least, make sure you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully creating your gratitude list and really just reflecting on any blessings and positive things in your life. Wow, I caught myself right there in my throat. Um, that you will be able to look more to the positive side as opposed to the negative because leaning more positive will help you get through those negative times without dismissing what you're going through, but just really helping you guide you through those rough times. And mostly positive is better than not positive at all. So, okay. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Check the show notes below. It'll tell you how to get to me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. If you do come and say hi on Instagram, sometimes I give out gift cards. <laughs> um, also come reach me at Clubhouse, which is Sabrina J. Perozo. I'm there every day chit-chatting. Love to meet you or send me an email at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. Last but not least, check my website, sabrinajoy.com. YouTube, podcast, pictures of me and my dog, and soon to come updated blog. But I hope you guys have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. The next episode that's probably going to come up after this, if you're listening to them in order, is talking about how to handle criticism. But until then, have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.